What is up, everyone? You are listening to the Scoop and Score podcast. We've got an exciting episode because we are doing AFC West division uh, team previews. Um, first off, I'm your host with the most, Jacob Herbert, always here. Uh, but to join me, we have someone that is very familiar with the AFC West, Dalton Grove. What's going on, Dalton? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. It's been a while since we've had you back. I know. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything going on in your life that you want to talk about? Oh, not much. House hunting is a bitch in this market, but that's about it. Why are you house hunting? I'm moving in with my soon-to-be wife. See, that's what I wanted, the engagement announcement. Oh, yes. Congrats. Yes. Since then, I uh, have been tied down. It's a sad day to see a uh, guy go off the market, but hey. <laughs> um, but uh, we are going to do some uh, talking about the NBA playoffs, uh, maybe a little bit of Aaron Rodgers discussion, and then we'll get to the teams. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Let's first start with the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Um, so not a lot has come out. He's still not um, going to mandatory mandatory uh, training camp. Uh, what do you think about the whole situation, and how do you think it's going to end up? I don't know. Uh, I mean, his personality. I mean, he was overlooked in high school. Didn't receive receive a ton of offers. He went to JUCO. Didn't receive a ton of offers. And then the freaking Zeno comes on. I think it was yesterday or maybe a couple days ago, and says that he's a complicated fella. <laughs> Quotes around the way he put it. Yeah. Um. But I mean. read who he was. I mean, you don't come, you don't go into that being like a regular person and be able to take all that controversy and uh, come out of it on top. Yeah. Yeah. I I, mean, they they knew what they signed up for when they they took him and so I think they're seeing, they saw it pay dividends for their organization so I think it's time to just let him be him and if you don't like it, move on, but quit talking about it. Alright, fair enough. Um, also, going on in the sports world, NHL playoffs. Dalton, what do you think? Uh, don't even ask, because <laughs> I, I would rather watch paint dry than watch hockey. <laughs> you like, uh, uh, the weird thing that I've heard, uh, I've never been to a uh, NFL football game, hopefully, to change that soon. But I heard football's better watch on TV than it is, like, in the stadium because you can see everything and stuff like that. And then hockey is better to watch in person than on TV. And he- because of pure adrenaline. I mean, when somebody smashes somebody against the glass, you can't help but get hyped for that. That's true. I'm sure uh, going to an NFL game would be pretty awesome if you're, like, one in the big atmospheres like Seattle or Bill's Mafia or something like that. Maybe not, like, I don't know, Jacksonville. (laughs) Sorry, Jacksonville fans. Um, But, yeah, um, let's get to the real topic, NBA playoffs. Uh, Have you been watching them? Um, What's kind of your thoughts about it? Uh, kind of a little bit. Uh, it's too bad to see CP3 today go into the health and safety protocols. So I really hope that, I mean, he's not on there too long and it doesn't destroy their chances in the West. That's in this mind. 
Yeah. Um, luckily, they swept the Nuggets. They do have a couple days off. Just hopefully uh, Clippers and Jazz go to, like, Game 7 so he has more time. Right. Um, but who knows on that. That is sad. Um, also, Kyrie Irving hurt. Uh, but James Harden comes back, and they actually win against the Bucks behind uh, Kevin Durant's like forty-nine point triple double. Uh, what did you think about that performance? That was insane. I think it was the first person to play ever play every minute in a playoff game since LeBron did it in twenty eighteen. So I mean, props to him for uh, putting the team so, uh, on his back, really, and pulling out the win. Yeah, and then also, um, playing tonight, we are recording um, June 16th, Wednesday. Um, tonight, Kawhi Leonard's out and could be out for the entire series. Um, it is tied 2-2. What's kind of your thoughts on that uh, series going forward? Oh, gosh. Um, if Kawhi's out, I mean, he was a big part of why they kind of came back. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's... That series could very well be extended, and it could be saving grace for the Suns. Yeah, for sure. And then, shit, if we have Utah and Suns, even though they were the top two seeds, that's something we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, what was the other series that uh, we missed? Oh, um, 76ers and Hawks. Uh, are you going immediately to 76ers, or do you think Hawks got a fighting chance? They're tied 2-2 now. Um, I don't know. I've never really been high on the 76ers, mm-hmm. but, I mean, they've been playing really well this year. Uh, ever since the All-Star break, they really turned it on. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go ahead and say the 76ers will hold it out. Alright, Dalton, who's meeting in the finals and who's winning it? Uh, who I want or who I think? Who you who think? I want, who <laughs> I want is the Suns, definitely in the West. I think years of horrible teams and they haven't <laughs> they haven't really had a good one since um, Steve Nash and Amari days but um, yeah I want to see or I would probably want to see the Suns and Atlanta underdog stories alright I like it now who do you think's going to want or be there okay uh, who I think's going to be there is definitely going to be Nets and um, Nets and Jazz. Okay, I like it. Uh, who's winning that one? Um, I don't know. I mean, with Kyrie being hurt, it really, it really does make a little bit of a difference. But James Harden did just come back, so I don't know. Um, I'll go ahead and say Utah. All right, I like it. Um, you have anything to add before we get into the AFC West team previews? I don't think so. Ready to talk some, ready to talk some football. All right, let's get to it. Uh, a team that has not done much in this division will be first up. We've got the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, last year they went 8-8. Eight and eight. Their head coach is John Gruden. Result, they were just outside the playoffs, maybe two or three spots. Got like the 17th pick, I believe. Um, this is who they lost, added, and drafted. You ready, Dalton? Yes. All right. They lost Nelson Aguilar. Lost um, offensive tackle Trent Brown. They traded him to uh, New England. Lost center Rodney Hudson. Lost guard Gabe Jackson. 
but they added Kenyon Drake, uh, D-tackle Quentin, Quentin Jefferson, uh, center Nick Martin, uh, DN Yannick Ngakwe, uh, D-tackle Solomon Thomas, they added John Brown, they added Casey Hayward Jr., who you know a lot about, and they drafted offensive tackle Alex Leatherwood and uh, Trayvon Morig, safety from TCU. Uh, what did you think about the loss and ads before we get into the drafted players? Um, well, I think they really did a number with their line, whether it's good or bad, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, uh, their draft really surprised me. I thought they reached with their first two picks, really. Uh, Alex Leatherwood, for sure. Yeah. I thought there was... Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, I think, was still on the board at that point. Uh, n- no, he got taken uh, 14th. I think the Jets traded up for him. Who was the one after that? Because there was another one after that that was supposed to go before him as well. Uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, he, went, he, went right, he went in like the mid-20s. Um, I am with you that Alex Leatherwood, I believe, is overdrafted and stuff like that. I didn't mind their second-round pick of Trayvon Morig. Uh, a lot of people talked about him being the best safety in the draft, but then again, I mean, there's bigger issues to the Raiders than safety. Uh, what did you think about Kenyon Drake going there, even though it seems like they have like a bell cow back with Josh Jacobs? Maybe they don't want to use him like that. Yeah, that's kind of what I got from it. I mean... You don't you don't get somebody like that and pay him that much. Or, well, they didn't pay him an ass load, but they paid him enough. Yeah. So uh, they're going to use him in some capacity. Whether what that is remains to be seen. But I don't know. I would like to see kind of a one-two punch, maybe uh, one-two down back Jacobs and a third down back Drake. But uh, I guess we'll see when the season gets started. Yeah, all up to John Gruden. Um, here's some talk. <laughs> here's some talking points. Uh, John Gruden has, for multiple years, uh, has a tendency of bringing in a lot of free agents, some big names, some mediocre players. Uh, but they still haven't made a big jump in um, like their level of play. Uh, what do you think the problem is? Like, I mean, this is a pretty good class too. Nagakwe, Solomon Thomas, Casey Hayward, Kenyon Drake. But, and then they've had multiple one free agent pickups uh, in the past years. Like, why isn't their level of play uh, elevated? Um, I want to say staff, coaching staff. Okay. Specifically Gruden. Mm-hmm. I've never been high on him, and I don't think I ever will until he changes my mind. Okay. But uh, I'd say for sure him, and then, I don't know, it seems like, 
over the last couple of years, they haven't had like a spectacular outside of Jacobs. They've really kind of missed on a lot of their picks. Yeah, especially uh, Farrell, their DN from Clemson, who they took with yep. like the fourth pick. That one was a rough one. Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Um, okay, so Raiders has B, Jonathan Hankins, uh, Farrell. And then also safeties, they have uh, playmakers like Hayward, Trayvon Mullen, Damon Arnett, and some younger guys. Um, do you think they'll live up to this? I, 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 could they be good? Uh, could they live up to being a good defense? Um, yeah, I think so. I think they have the right pieces. I mean, they've all just been thrown together, though. That's the only problem. I mean, I don't know. They, I don't think any any of those guys you just listed have ever played together before. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how they do together. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, they definitely have the pass rush and stuff. Hopefully if, like, Max Crosby and um, all those other guys uh, continue playing at a high level. But uh, pass rush is always number one. Uh, Derek Carr st- seems to be the question mark in this offense uh, yet again. Does he... What does he have to do with like guys like Henry Ruggs, Darren Waller, Jacobs, Drake, and others so that the pressure won't be off him? And especially with Marcus Mariota being right behind him, what does Carr have to do? I mean, they just went out and spent money on their own line. They just went out and paid another back. They just went, they went out and got weapons at receiver, and they've already had one of the best in the league at the tight end position. I mean, if he can't get it done with what I believe is a mid to high tier uh, group of skill players, mm-hmm. then I don't I don't really know what you can say at this point because he's had his chance. All right. So, do you think to get the monkey off cars back, he's gonna have to like to make the playoffs? I'd say at least as a low as a low seed, he has to. Yes. All right. Um, all right, Dalton, so do you have anything to add to the Raiders before we project their record? I don't think so. All right. Remember, 17... They're dark horse. You can, you can never guess what they might actually do. That's true. Um, remember, this is a 17-game season coming up. What do you think their record's going to be? Um, I'm going to go ahead and get... I'm going to go ahead and say... Well, that's eighteen games, Dalton. Oh, Jesus, six and eleven. <laughs> okay, uh, they were eight and eight last year. I'm gonna give them one more win and go nine and eight. Play it safe. Uh, what's the chances of them winning the division? I like that. I was going to say 10%, so we're on the money there. Um, next up, we've got the Denver Broncos. Uh, been talked about a lot this offseason, uh, specifically around Rodgers. Uh, but the record last year was 5-11. and Head coach Vic Fangio. Result, they got the ninth pick overall. Um, they lost A.J. Boye in the secondary. Lost Philip Lindsay. Uh, lost Jawan James, our offensive tackle, with injury and then releasing him. But they added guys like Ronald Darby and Kyle Fuller at cornerback. They added 
Teddy Bridgewater, and then the added offensive tackle Bobby Macy. He's going to be in a uh, running back committee probably with uh, Melvin Gordon, someone you are familiar with. These AFC West big additions to the secondary, including franchise tag Justin Simmons. Uh, how good could this defense be? Uh, could they hold their own against uh, some of the top-tier AFC teams like the Chiefs, the Bills, the Ravens offenses? I, I mean, their defense is, I want to say, close to as good as it gets. Um, good good uh, DMs, good, uh, pretty good linebackers, a above-average quarterback group. Okay. Um, I mean, the only question mark is really can their interior line keep up. Okay. Yeah, that's a fair question. Uh, what do you, like, project? Their overall team, like, do you believe they're a top five defense, top ten, even like top three? Um, if everyone stays healthy, which is never a certainty in the NFL, yeah. But if in a perfect world, if all of them can stay healthy, I definitely think they they could be top five. All right, I like it. Uh, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater are uh, battling for the starters job. Who do you think is best to run this team to make make an effort for the playoffs this year? I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Uh, do you want to uh, go into more detail about that? I'm gonna I'm gonna say him just because we've seen what Drew Locke can do. I mean, this is the same group of skill position guys. They haven't. They haven't really done much to their offense a ton. They they more so went defense with their drafts, so and and even their free agency. So I mean, we've seen what he can do with this group, but I'd like to see him hand over the reins and see how Teddy can do. Okay, I like it. Um, do you have anything to add to Denver before uh, we make our predictions? Um, not much other than. I, I like their coaching staff. I mean, that's the one thing I can always say about Denver is that I've always really liked their coaches, too. Okay. Uh, projected record for the Denver Broncos in this upcoming season? I'm going to go at about 9 and 8. 9 and 8. All right. No. What's their chances that's, of winning the division? That's not fine. <laughs> okay. 9 and 7. We'll go... No, we'll change it. We'll go 8-8. Eight eight. We'll go 500. Wait, no, no, Dalton, that's still 16 games. Yeah, it's a 17-game season. Wait, did you say 8-8? Eight eight? Yeah. That, that's only 16 games. I Isn't need... that a 17-game season? Yeah, but you're saying 8-8. Eight eight. Oh, I'm a dipshit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to go 9-8. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, what's their chances of winning the division? give them about a 12 to 15% chance. Okay. And remember, guys, this is on the assumption that the roster that they have now is the one that they'll have during the season. Obviously, if Aaron Rodgers went on, it'd be a different take. Um, my projected record for the Broncos is going to be... I'm going to go 7-10. and 10. Um, Okay, so you're not very high on them. I really. You were, on the, you were higher on the Raiders. Yeah, just 
Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I am higher on the Raiders. I just don't know if Broncos are going to be able to pull it all together this year. Um, yeah, I'm going to go 7-10, and ten, 10, and then chances of winning the division, I'm going to go just 8%, a little bit below the Raiders' chances. Um, I just think with Drew Locke, very inconsistent, and then with Titty Bridgewater, I'm not sure. I mean, he, good quarterback, but I don't think it's one where they're going to get a winning record out of him. Okay. Next up, we've got Dalton's team. We've got the Los Angeles Chargers. Last year they went... <laughs> Last year they went seven and nine. They got a new head coach, Brandon Staley, the Rams' uh, former defensive coordinator. Uh, result: They got the 13th pick, but they got great upside. They lost Casey Hayward, uh, tight end Hunter Henry, linebacker Nick Vigil, and then possibly DN Melvin Ingram. Not sure what's going on with him. But they added Jared Cook, center Corey Lindsley, offensive tackle Matt Filer. Uh, Dalton, what did you think about the moves Chargers made in free agency? Uh, I love it. I mean, the first thing that you can say about the Chargers is they knew what they needed to address, and they addressed it. They had the pro football focus rated them at the end of the season last season as having the 32nd best offensive line in the NFL. Yeah, that's not good. It's never good to be the third. We are. We had the worst line, literally, in the NFL. Yeah. So they knew they had to address that coming into the free agency and draft, and I really think that they did that. They went out and got proven guys, uh, Corey Lindsley, uh, Pat Filer, Odea Bushi, uh, and... Get on later in the draft, so I mean, they really couldn't have hit it any more on the head. Yeah, I did like their draft. Uh, 13th overall, they took Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern. And then the second round, guy that I project, predicted to go first round, Asante Samuel, cornerback out of FFCU. Uh, what did you think about both those picks? I think that Rashawn Slater was an easy pick for them to make on time actually kind of surprised that he fell that far because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people had him and uh, Sewell pretty neck and neck for the most part they gave edges to Sewell but I didn't see that Slater would fall to us at 13 but yeah. he did yeah it was a gift that the Chargers desperately needed and, and then- on that same note Asante Samuel I mean uh, if he plays like I think he can I think that that could end up being almost the steal of the draft. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, Justin Herbert is expected to make a big leap to uh, year two with the O-line improving, but there's, is there enough uh, with his weapons with uh, Keenan Allen, obviously a stud, but then also you got guys like Mike Williams and Jared Cook, Austin Eckler. Uh, do you project a sophomore slump instead of maybe a big leap? The one thing that I was really happy about when they got uh, Brandon Staley is that he brings out the best in these young guys. Okay. So I'm hoping that that kind of 
helps push away any kind of sophomore slump that Herbert might have. Um, but, I mean, outside of that, they didn't really lose a ton of weapons. The one weapon they did lose is Hunter Henry. Yeah. They replaced him, though, with Jared Cook, who, I mean, Hunter Henry was never a good blocking tight end. They, neither was uh, Virgil Green. So, for them to get a proven okay pass catcher and blocker uh, in, in a, as a replacement isn't too bad in my book. Okay. Uh, Chargers losing cornerback Hayward and possibly edge rusher uh, Melvin Ingram is a big loss, especially what they've meant to the team uh, in past years. But if guys are healthy like Derwin James and Chris Harris and other guys step up like Kenneth Murray and Asante Samuel, can you see this defense uh, living up to the hype of past years? Um, again, that will really depend on what guys can step up and and if everybody can stay healthy. I mean, Drew Tranquil, uh, our right outside, uh, inside linebacker last year, first play of the year, literally first play, uh, they tore his ACL and he was done for the season. Yeah. So, I mean, they're really going to need some people like Chenna Nuosu, uh, who's going to be a starting end for us. They're going to need him to really step up. Um, to fill Melvin Ingram's gap. Um, and the same with Derwin and Nasir Adderley in the safety group. I mean, those guys, outside of those guys, we really don't have any safeties. So they have, it's crucial that they stay healthy for the Chargers to have in, uh, anywhere decent defense. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, five... I pray to God that Derwin James stays healthy because I think he is probably one of the most talented safeties I've ever seen. And then two years cut by injury. That's sad. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. Like, we love Derwin James. We know that he can be uh, all pro type safety, but we just have to see him healthy. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so did Brandon Staley uh, get the best head coaching job uh, that was open with a franchise quarterback, improved line, big names on defense, and just living in Los Angeles? Like, did he get the best head coaching job? Is um, is this a team that you can expect to rise like uh, the Browns and Cardinals who got their quarterback and then built around them? I mean, they came in and they had a decent amount of cap space too, so. I mean, they're, they still have cap space. They were thinking about signing or about trying to trade for Julio because they could take the hit on that. I don't know why they didn't, but, um, yeah, I think that I think that he really came into a very fortunate situation here in L.A. All right, so you're, you're expecting that uh, big jump. I'm hoping for it. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be too optimistic. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, Dalton, this is your team. Uh, what else do you want to add about the Chargers? Um, again, just like any other team, this team, though, they finished with eight guys last year on the IR. Um, that's crazy mm-hmm. for any other year. But last year it was also added in COVID. It was a COVID list also, and we had two guys on that. So... I mean, 
as long as they can stay healthy, I think this team has a real shot at doing something special. Yeah, I am excited about the Chargers uh, this season. Dalton, what's your projected record for the Chargers? I'm going to I'm going to say ten and seven. I am also going to say ten and seven. Um, what's the chances of winning the division? Oh shoot, that's a tough one. Let's see. I put the Raiders about ten, the Broncos about fifteen. Oh, shoot. I'll put him at about a 26.7% chance. 26.7? No, 26 or 27. Sorry. Oh. 26.7% chance. Lock it. Uh, I'm going to go with 20%. Um... I mean, it's hard hard to give too big of a percentage to a team not named the Chiefs, but hey, I went for it. Uh, last team up, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, record last year, fourteen and two, best in the AFC. Head coach Andy Reid. Uh, result: lost in the Super Bowl. Uh, but here's their free agency recap. They've lost Eric Fisher, offensive tackle. Their center, Austin Reader. Uh, offensive tackle Mitchell Swartz, running back Le'Veon Bell. Even though he hasn't signed anywhere, something tells me he's not going to go back to the Chiefs. And uh, wide receiver Sammy Watkins. They added uh, offensive lineman uh, Kyle Long, offensive tackle Orlando Brown, and offensive guard Joe Thune. Uh I mean, give me your thought on that free agency recap, Dalton. Uh, they're uh, they saw what the. What happened to them against the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl? They, Patrick Mahomes had zero time. They couldn't get anything going. And that was, I want to say, all the blame on their offensive line. They let a lot of guys go. They brought in a ton of new guys. Even brought in some retirees. I don't know how that'll end up, but um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm excited for the moves they made, though. Uh, I also, uh, I didn't write it down, but didn't they get a uh, offensive tackle from the Chargers, too? Um, I can't remember or not, but um, I'll move forward. Uh, drafts, uh, their first round pick got traded for uh, Orlando Brown, so uh, not a bad uh, trade there. Uh, second round, they got Nick Bolton, linebacker out of Missouri, who is actually projected to start, and then uh, Creed Humphrey, center from Oklahoma. What did you think about their second round picks? Um, what was the second one, Creed Humphrey? Yep, center from Oklahoma. Okay, well, that's not a bad one. I think with, I think with that, the the first pick, they really they wanted somebody to come in and play right away and I think they got that with Nick Bolton yeah. um, but the Creed Humphrey pick was I think that was a good pick because it kind of helps sure up a very unsure line yeah. so and I mean you can never have too many offensive linemen in the NFL that's true and damn did they retool we all thought hey Kansas City's not going to be able to uh, remake this O-line are they they sure as fuck did uh not sure if I'm happy about it either. But uh, Chiefs uh, let go of two offensive tackles. 
uh, but rebuilt with top guard uh, Joe Thune from the Patriots, getting long out of retirement, trading for Orlando Brown, and drafting a center. How confident are you that the line protects Mahomes, Dalton? Um, I'd say about sixty percent because I think that they, I think that they really did a good job retooling what they had from last year. Mm-hmm. I think Mitchell Schwartz was kind of down and out. I mean, for so long he was considered an All Pro. So uh, I, th- I think what they've done is they went and got proven guys elsewhere, and I think it'll work for them. Okay. Uh, Chiefs believe to be the next dynasty with Patrick Mahomes, but a lot of these AFC teams seem to be uh, going for win now. Uh, what would have to happen to the Chiefs for them to not reach the AFC Championship or even the Super Bowl? Injuries, injuries, injuries. Okay. And what I mean, would it have to be Patrick Mahomes, or are we talking like another Super Bowl where like offense tackles get hurt and then the, their offense just goes out of whack? Uh, really any pieces like if they start losing any of their skill position players and specifically I mean they don't have a ton behind them like not proven guys anyway so I mean they need their skill position guys to really stay healthy they need their defense to stay healthy because they're already not I wouldn't say they're top notch mm-hmm. so a couple playmakers yeah, so, I mean, they just got to stay healthy when, when it matters. Okay, I'm glad you brought up the offensive weapons because that was my next question. Uh, if Travis Kelsey regresses even a little uh, and or Tyreek goes down with an injury, um, which I think he had like a hamstring injury last year, which happens with those speed guys, uh, does Mahomes have enough skill players around him to still be great, like, because, I mean, you got McCall Hardman and Demarcus Robinson and stuff like that. But I, don't, I mean, can he rely on those guys and guys behind them to, like, be great still? I mean, I'm looking at the list of them right now. They have a ton of receivers on their, on their depth chart. But not a one of them outside of the starters, I have any idea who they are. Yeah, that's not so, great. So I'm really not for sure on, I mean, if, if one of them, God forbid, goes down, I mean, the next guys are going to really have to prove himself. Okay. Uh, what else do you have to add to the Chiefs before we uh, do some predictions? Um, again, high-powered offense, mediocre defense, um, they retooled the line. I think they did what they had to. Um, could have. I think they could have made a bigger splash in free agency in the in the um, on the defensive side, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, also, I did want to ask you. Uh, Le'Veon Bell has came out and said he'd rather retire than uh, play for Andy Reid again. Uh, what do you think the problem was there? I want to say that he chose Clyde Edwards Hilaire over him. Yeah, just like playing time and stuff? Uh, I'm guessing so, because I've never really heard that from any other player before, that Andy Reid was that hard to work with. Yeah, the only like player discussion I've heard of Andy Reid's players was like Donovan McNabb and, um, oh shoot, who is that wide receiver? Oh crap, that's going to bother me. 
It was like been Deshaun Jackson. It would have been somebody older than that. Yes. Um. I don't know. He's good. Shoot. Uh, anyway, those two uh, didn't like each other, but I mean, it had nothing to do with Andy Reid. Usually, Andy Reid just keeps a tight ship. Yeah. Uh, that was. But I, I like a little uh, trouble within the dynasty, you know. Yeah. I want to see it crumble. And it doesn't surprise me that really he was the one that came out and said that. I mean, a guy that didn't get much playing time, a guy that already had a big chip on his shoulder when he came in. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really taking what he says awful seriously. Yeah, I, I don't even know if he played much in the playoffs. I think they played, like, Daryl Williams and stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dalton, projected record for the Chiefs. Wow, okay. You think they get five losses? I think so. Alright, I'm I mean I'm not much better. I'm uh thirteen and four. I think they just have a little bit of I mean two Super Bowls in a row. That takes some wear and tear off you and some mental fatigue. Uh what's the chances of winning the division for the Chiefs? Um well, whatever percentage is left. <laughs> um You're gonna make me do math? Okay, 50% for the Chiefs, and for me, I put 20% for the Chargers, 10% for the Bron- or for the Raiders, 8% for the uh, Broncos, so that brings me to 62% chance that they win it. Okay. I like that's it. Actually, that's not bad. Yeah. Um... All right, so that does it for uh, AFC West team previews. Dalton, you have anything else to uh, add? No, I other than the fact other than the fact that every year it seems like AFC West is one of the most competitive divisions in the National Football League. I mean, on any given week, going to Mile High Stadium is a rough one. Going to Arrowhead is a tough one. Um, playing in Las Vegas's new stadium will be a tough one. Um, Chargers are opening up their new stadium. Probably more opposing fans will come to those games, but we'll see. <laughs> you need to just move to out Los Angeles, so at least there's one guy. Uh, you ever seen that Family Guy skit where he's like, the one guy at the WNBA game, and he's like, yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've seen that. Uh, And you're like, oh, I didn't want to pay 20 bucks more for a better ticket. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I am excited. Uh, and one of my favorite parts about the AFC West is, like, whenever, well, this is when uh, Phillip Rivers uh, was there, but they always had really good Thursday night games, uh, Chargers and Chiefs. And, shit, fucking uh, first Justin Herbert start, he almost beat the Chiefs without knowing he was going to start like 20 minutes ahead of the game. I mean, if that doesn't get you excited for the AFC West, I don't know what does. They're always so competitive. I love it. Yeah. Even though, like, Chiefs seem to run away with it, I don't think they get any easy wins from the AFC West teams. And I think even the Raiders were really close to beating them both times. Oh, yeah. That, that division always 
they can always split games in that division. No matter how good one team might be, it's always like that. Hmm. But, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Dalton, thank you for coming on. Uh, we'll have to have you co- come back uh, very, very soon. Um, and I appreciate you coming and talking about uh, your team and their rivals. Thanks for having me on, Dave. All right, next, uh, I don't know what next division we're going to do. Uh, might do AFC East, talk about my Patriots. Might do uh, AFC North. Uh, I'll figure out. I'll figure out. It's just... Uh, Keep watching. Keep sharing with friends and family. Um, if you got any questions, uh, email thescoopandscore at gmail.com. Always follow us on social media. And uh, just keep enjoying the podcast. We love talking about football. Hope you love it too. All right. Thank you, guys.